I mean, I think I just have to embrace it. I think so. I just got to roll with it. You know, as I've been having, you know, some of these different things that have gone on over the last uh, few weeks. I mean, and you're the age for it, too. What do you mean I'm the age for it? I mean, this is like one of the, you know, things that starts happening. If you get really obsessed about, like, particular aspects of your life, including but not limited to maybe exercising a lot. Well, what's wrong with it? I need to stay in shape. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still, and thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us a lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say, of course, thank you to everybody who goes to FunEmploymentRadio.com, clicks on the Audible link. I know I say it a lot, but really... Uh, that's pretty cool. You can go there. You can pick yourself up a couple of audiobooks oh. and uh, check you, out. Some are you things. still listening to your Baba verse one? Uh, I am, but I have been receiving recommendations from a number of people for different ones that I can check out. So awesome. I want to say thank you to everybody who's been sending those in. I will uh, peruse those as possible successors when I finish. I am listening right to now. a Mary Higgins Clark book right now called Two Little Girls in Blue." Oh, what and what's it about? It's about uh, how these twin girls were kidnapped. Is basically, it about two little girls in blue. It is, and they were wearing blue dresses, and and one of them was kidnapped, or both of them were kidnapped. But then uh, the kidnappers keep one of the twins, okay, but let one of the other ones go. But then they have their twin talk thing because basically, like they can communicate. Wait, where, where they make up their own language? No, where they have like like a psychic connection, basically. You know, oh, they're they, psychic. No, but since twins share the same DNA, there's a lot of like interesting studies where they say like how you know you can know what the other twin is thinking, and so basically. The one that's rescued and the one that's still kidnapped are still communicating, so they're trying to find the other twin that's kidnapped by this evil lady named Angie before it's too late. I didn't know your Mary Higgins Clark's books or whatever were like that. I thought that was more like straightforward stuff. It is. You've got like the actual. That's not straightforward. If you have twins communicating psychically, that's a study that they know. There's there are studies that are done. Yes. What are okay? Now I want to get into this. So so you are talking about. How this is a real thing? Yes. Many oh, identical twins, but no, perhaps as many as one in five, fact. also claim to share something more mysterious, which is a psychic connection. Yeah, but that's not a fact. That's not something that's like. But it's not not a fact. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's no, that's not it's a proven not. Fact. It hasn't been disproven. But it's not. That's not. <laughs> That is not something that's just like scientifically, oh yeah, twins communicate psychically. Yeah, that's a thing. I mean, no, there's people that said it. I'm not saying it. all twins, but I'm saying it's a it's a possibility. It's potential. Okay, yes, but that also goes into the realm of this is not It doesn't have to be absolutely reality. yes or no. That is reality. Your Mary Higgins Clark book is going into psychic stuff. It's not... It's not going into psychic stuff. It's saying that these two particular twins have, or like the set of twins, have a psychic connection. Like they could feel like one of them can feel pain when the other one, you know, is like being hurt. Yes, and I I know that is a thing that twins have talked about, and I'm not saying that's not true that that doesn't happen. But if you're going to include it in something, it's not like a scientifically proven fact. But it's not not a scientifically proven but, fact because they aren't able to disprove it. Oh my god! It. What are you? <laughs> There's a lot of things I can't disprove, but I mean, yes. why? That doesn't make it a fact. It doesn't make it not a fact. Yes, it does. No. By definition, yes, it does. No, because if you're not a part of a twin, you don't know for sure. I'm not saying that it hasn't happened, but I'm saying it's not a proven fact. Yeah, but So you're not saying that it hasn't happened, which means it could potentially be happening in this Mary Higgins Clark book that I'm reading. Which means this is not based in reality. It then. is. All of Mary Higgins Clark books are based in but reality. It's, but it's not. But it is, because these particular twins can communicate. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. All right. I thought it dealt with like actual real world things. It does. But that's not a real world thing. You don't know. You don't know that. How many sets of twins do you know? Uh, one. I'm trying to think about it. No more than one. I feel like you're besmirching the good name of twins all around the world. Like if you're just saying like you're discounting the fact that they could be communicating. I am not discounting the fact that they could be. Communicating. You're saying that you don't judge. You're like, yeah, well, you can't do that science. <laughs> well, it's not proven. I mean, that is true. It's and not, it's a not disproven. <sighs> oh, you are so frustrating. You are driving me insane right now. Um, okay. So there are Aaron and Cindy says, all right, so there are not facts and not not science facts. 2020 in a nutshell. Yes, that's why you are 2020 right now. You're 2020 very much right now. This is not a fact that twins can communicate. I'm just saying, I don't think it's your place to tell Mary Higgins Clark what she can and cannot write about and what is and is not true. Oh, maybe she has a personal connection to a set of twins and they have experienced that. And she takes a lot of writers, take personal experiences and put them into their books. I thought it was more of like a true crime book. It It is not a true crime. It's a fantasy crime book. No, it's not a fantasy crime book. Well, yes, but are people communicating psychically? These two young girl twins are. So it's a fantasy crime book. It's not a fantasy crime book. It's a scientific fact that has not been proven yet. (laughs) It's not a scientific fact if it's not proven. And it's not not one. Oh my God. You are giving me... I don't even know where to go here. I'm getting a headache from this. Go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and sign up for a free trial. Sarah, did they land on the moon? I don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, okay. Well, besides the twin stuff, we'll just let that be. I'll let the people decide on uh, where they where they fall on that one. So many interesting twin facts. There's, there's more twin facts? That's not a fact, but okay. Yes. No, I don't need to tell you any more about twins. It's fine, because I want to know what's going on in, in your neck of the woods. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, clearly, it's been a bit of a rough patch. Uh, you know, just for for everybody. for <laughs> Everybody's going through this stuff. And uh, I've got my own little thing going on now. Uh, by the way, it is, if I didn't say it already, it's Wednesday, October 22nd, or Thursday, October 22nd, 2020, in the year of our apocalypse. And so... Yes, I have uh, been devoting more time to exercise because that's good. It's good for me mentally. It does make me feel better. Oh, it does make you feel better. But I'm doing something that I never thought that I would ever be of. And this isn't because I purchased this, but I do have my roommate, Chris, and he bought a Peloton. And that is what I've I've become a Peloton guy. so anyone who doesn't know what a Peloton is, why don't you explain what that is? It's well, I think they, I think they have different kinds of equipment. But what this is, is it's the bicycle. So it's like a stationary bike, and then it comes with a big giant screen on it, and then you do you do classes where people like try to pump you up, and you do you do class, and then there's other people that are in the class too, like all virtually, so you can you can join into them like anytime that you want. Okay, and they're always on there, like even the older ones, and now I've. I've been doing that. I've be- become a Peloton. Now, do you guy. do like the live? I have. I'm not a big fan of those kinds of classes because I've never like the ones I do a lot of are the they have like tours where it's just like like oh I'm in New Zealand right now. And Hello, I I'm actually in just New did Zealand. a New Zealand one, and I do see in our supporters club uh, group we have John the Kiwi who just left the conversation when I said that. Uh, but you scared him away. Greg. I did. I did scare him away. But. um but yeah, so we would do, uh, I'd go like different places and then I went to like Taiwan. So what's so making like, you a, like a Peloton guy? Like, how do you feel like that? Like, you have are to have you starting the to, shoes. Are you starting to like feel like you're committing to the lifestyle? I've made friends. 
I've high-fived other people in the classes because <laughs> <laughs> you can reach out and you can like you'll see people's names on the side or their handles it'll just be like a running list of who else is in there and you can touch it and it'll be like high five and then on your screen on their screen it'll pop up like Greg high fived you and they high five back it's weird this is where I've this is this is what this world has done to me this is what this how is I've your social life now this is Strangers my social life who just happen to have the same stationary robot bike as you across yes. the country you high five them yes okay or, or the world they, they could be anywhere I don't know where they oh, are oh yeah that's true yeah but I'm high-fiving people. And then I make so friends. So in this new role as a Peloton guy, what, what else do you do besides... I mean, do you talk about it? It's like a CrossFit thing where you are always... I don't always, want to do that. Well, I don't... always talking about it? Well, I don't talk to anyone except for you. So I don't really... like. I occasionally do talk to other people. But I'm, it's not like I'm going into a workspace where I can like have a whole lot of social conversation what, like with people. corner them and talk to them all about your Peloton? Hey, you know what I did last I night? I did this super Peloton. hard workout last night, bro. I and, you class. know, I totally uh, got my best, yeah. whatever, like, best ranking. Yeah. 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 Set my set my own uh, PR. Yeah, PRs. Yeah, yeah, PRs are a thing. I've got my list of PRs. I did another one today. I got a PR on it. I don't know. I don't know if this is, like, like a stepping stone toward, um, like, the CrossFit stuff. I don't think I want to go that far. I'm not going to go into the CrossFit, but you know, I, I need to stay in shape. I need to stay ready, ready to go for when the next opportunity arise, arrives. And, uh, and so that's what, that's what I'm doing. I've become that kind of person now. Do you have shirts that say like Peloton? Ask me about my Peloton. Far. No, but I did order more sleeveless shirts. Uh, that's something that, why well, I have tops. Uh, so I did do that. And then I've got, uh, you have to have the shoes. So Are you going to start shoes. being one of the, like the sleeveless shirt guys, like during the winter? Um... Walk around being like, oh, I'm so swole, bro, from my Peloton. Let's see. I'm taking a look here. There's some questions coming in about this. This isn't on camera, is it, where, where you can see each other? Uh, you can do that. You can. There is a camera on there where you can join in with other people, and you can see them, and they can see you. Like, if, you, if you're friends with somebody, you can, like, yeah, come on. Let's, let's hop on, bro. Like, Tuggy's on there. I haven't, I haven't joined a class with him. If yet. you can see him? If he, if he opts to. We could turn on our cameras, and then we could be in the same class together, and then we would be on screen with the instructor or whatever. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can talk to them. And yeah, I mean, it's to- totally something you can do. It's weird. So this is where, uh, this is, this is where I've, where I've ended up. This is where I'm finding this myself. This is where right you're now. at. You know okay. what? I mean, I feel like this entire year is just a journey of where the mental sanity of all of us goes because none of us are completely sane now. No. There's nobody. I mean, some of us didn't even start as sane. No. I mean, I can't even like. No. I've gone pretty far down the rabbit hole at this point. No, and I've had some, you know, some ups, some downs, some all of that stuff. Um, but this is where I find myself. I found myself today talking about Peloton. That's and high fiving strangers. And high fiving strangers. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've done. Good. You know, it's between that and talking to my robot vacuum, which by the way, yesterday's show didn't make it up. If you are a member of the supporters club, you can find it in the archive. We decided to put it in there. Instead of out to the masses, but I did discuss how that's something else. So, you know, if we're going to be talking about my mental sanity, um, which I'm doing, uh, the, I also now talk to my robot vacuum, and his name is Frank. His name is Frank, and... Uh, he likes to snack. And Greg likes to call. So just real quick recap, Frank yeah. uh, goes around and cleans uh, Greg's house. Greg gets very angry if something gets in Frank's way because Frank's trying to memorize the the layout of the living room mm-hmm. and the area so that he can clean. Also, when Frank is done cleaning and collects all of his snacks, then he goes back to his home. Yeah, where Greg, uh, where he then deposits everything. Yeah. into his Frank toilet. 
<laughs> I did not say that. That is not what we're calling that. He cleans himself out, and then he cleans you know. himself. Yeah. yeah, he drops everything <laughs> off and cleans himself out, and then he's ready to go again. And Ollie's uh, terrified of Frank. Yeah, that is so weird. So last night, I'm just remembering this right now. Last night, Frank was in my fucking dream. Oh my god, Frank was. I don't was know if it Frank, was Frank, was but it was a version. No, he up? was horrible. Frank, Frank's not horrible. Okay, so in my dream, well, first of all, this is one. This is the first dream I think that I've had since all of this started, where everybody in my dream was wearing a face mask. Have you had people in masks in your dreams? Because you know you're subconscious, yeah. like it starts to. Because that's all of a sudden. Because I think, that's the normal. Now. It's the normal now. So I was going through some sort of shopping center thing that turned into a museum that turned into a water park. That everything always does. It all like transitions. It's always yeah. some big building that turns into something else. And yeah, I was walking through there and I was wearing a face mask, and then everybody else is wearing face masks too. And then eventually it turned into some like apartment I was living in, and. Frank was there and he was cleaning and Ollie was there in my dream as well. But Frank kept trying to attack Ollie and he snipped off a few of his uh, nails. Of the dog's toes? Yeah, not the toes, but like Ollie's fingernails and it hurt him. And he, and he was just like, oh! Well, Frank was, Frank was chasing Frank him was around. Frank was eating and... Ollie's toenails, yes. He Whoa. got like three of them. Jeez. And Ollie was really scared and then I was mad and I told you, I'm like, you need to throw Frank in the garbage and you were getting really defensive about Frank. Yeah. yeah Frank does not belong in the garbage. Like, say like, it's not Frank's fault. I was like, it was Frank's fault. And then I was trying to help Ollie with his paws. Well, Ollie shouldn't get in the way of Frank. You I mean, know That's what? Really what it comes down to. If Frank ever hurts Ollie, I will take a sledgehammer and beat him to death. Maybe if Ollie stopped shedding all over the house, then we wouldn't need Frank. Um. Yeah. Well, maybe Frank needs something to do. So if Frank didn't have Ollie then he has no reason to exist. No, he does. He has plenty of reason to exist. Anyway, I don't like the tone of this dream that you had. Yeah. And the way that you're addressing my friend Frank. But it was weird, because I remember talking to you in my dream, and you were wearing a face mask, too, and I was wearing like a bright white one. Do you have a white one? No. Seems like that would get dirty really quick. Yeah, right? Well, then again, I guess you wouldn't know, so you could clean. And this is like, who would have thought this a year ago? I mean, whatever, like everyone always says that. It's nothing. It's no new... Uh, revelation but I remember even in my dream with my white mask that I was wearing uh, and I remember thinking like gosh I can breathe really well through this one like that was a thought that I had in my dream yeah. it was weird that is and then weird. Frank came and ate all his toenails and that was really scary well that doesn't sound super uh, pleasant yeah I have had people do wear masks in my dreams and now that I think about it um, and then I have you know nightmares where I'm walking around and I forget mine which that's that's happened where I, I walked into, um, oh, that looks a lot like Frank. Uh, somebody just posted a picture of their, their robot vacuum. Uh, I have walked into, wait, is that? Oh, that looks similar to my house, actually, in a lot of ways. Uh, I've walked into Safeway before. I've talked about that. Oh, that one has googly eyes, though. Frank needs googly eyes. And then I didn't have my mask on, and I freaked out. Because I, I, this actually happened in real life. Because it was, it was one of the double doors, Safeway. So it's like you walk through the first door and you got a little bit of a walkway before you actually get into the store. And I made it about halfway through the walkway before I realized it, and just screamed out, "My mask!" Yeah. And I turned around and ran out. That happened to me at like, Fred Meyer. Sprinted. That happened like, to me at Fred Meyer oh. the other day. It was so embarrassing. And like the girl who was sitting there, I mean, she sees me. I know, like we know who each other are. And I'm just like, shit. I said shit like really loud because I didn't realize that I had my bandana. And I pulled up. I'm like, I haven't done that in like months. Because I just wasn't even thinking. I was just... It can happen. You, yeah, you can, just walk in. Sometimes you can accidentally slip back into normalcy. and For just a second. And yeah. then life comes and kicks you back. Yep. Like, nope, nope. Yep. No, no, no. 
Yep. No, no. no yeah, definitely. No. Yeah. So, what anyway. Happens? Like, it wasn't intentional. This is my life right now. Awesome. That's where I'm at in a mental capacity. We are all doing our best. Buy. Somebody just asked me to rank juices I saw in there. Oh, Greg's juice ranking system. Um, What's yeah. your top juice? Mm, I mean, that's just such a subjective question because it depends on the kind of mood that I'm in. If um, you could have any juice right now, what would it be? Peach nectar. Okay. One of the nectars. Yeah. I like the nectars, like the real thick ones. I like pulpy juice. I'm, I'm a pulp person. I know not everybody is. I like the extra stuff in there. So I'll, de- I'll definitely go for that. Good, thick, pulpy. Okay, stop saying Nectarine, pulpy. actually. Nectarine. Nectar. That's probably the one I would go for right now. Oh, that sounds so good. It's so full of, like... Sugar? Sugar. I mean, it's... <laughs> I thought you were going to say nutrients. No. <laughs> probably not. since this hasn't been bonkers enough. You, you want to do some World of Crazy? Sure. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my World of Crazy. Crazy. First up, I have a story out of Norway. 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 I'm in Norway. It's not a Norwegian accent. The Norwegian... Give me a Norwegian accent. Nope. Then how can you tell me it's not? All right. The Norwegian official responsible for daylight savings time uh, has now issued an apology for adding an additional hour to what has already been a very demanding year. (laughs) (laughs) So Islin Naibo, whose duties as Minister of Trade and Industry include implementing daylight savings time, says the clocks will be set back an hour Sunday morning in accordance with traditional time change. Said as Minister of Time, Minister of Time. Oh, that's pretty good. That's a badass name. What would you do as minister of minister time? Like you do of something time. once, uh, like twice a year, just when the clocks change. Like that's all you do. Like, I what don't else know. Do you do? There has to be more to it. What else would there? Well, he says, as minister of time, minister I of strongly time. regret that 2020 will be another hour longer. This has already been a very demanding year. Uh, so it says, but he encourages to look uh, everyone to look at the brighter side of time change. When we set the clock back, the night gets an hour longer. That means when we get up on Sunday, the sun has managed to get a little bit further above the horizon than the day before, and we get a brighter morning. So it's we get brighter. All right, sure. Yeah. So the European Parliament uh, voted back in 2019 to back a proposal to to get away with the, or excuse me, to do away with the twice yearly daylight savings time change by a goal of eliminating it by 2021. However, it has not been ratified yet by Council. Are you yay or nay for daylight savings time? It's annoying. I mean, I would have to take a look at what the science behind it is. Um, <laughs> Maybe you can contact the Minister of Time or whatever it was. Minister of Time, yes. Yes. That'd be so cool on a business card. Sarah X. Dillon, Minister of Time. It's pretty good. Yes. All right, on another thing I found on the internet, an accommodation-finding website is offering Thanksgiving revelers the chance to get away for the week, for the holiday. Not for Thanksgiving, but for Friendsgiving. On an island they're calling Friendsgiving Island, a private island off the uh, Florida coast. So this is an island that usually costs $1,400 a night to stay at, but it's being offered at $50 per night uh, per person for a group of six from November 14th to the 21st. So the island features a three-bedroom house and a boat that will be available for use. 
So the offer is available on a first-time, uh, first-served basis, first-come, first-served basis, starting at 10 a.m. on October 27th. Also includes a private chef to create a full Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. Yes. Okay. So if you want to get away and be on an isolated island with five other people, you can try and snag that spot. So it's 10 a.m. on October 27th. How much is it? $50 a person per they night. fly you there, right? I don't think they fly you there. Okay. But it's usually $1,400 a night. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So instead it's $300. You could be on your own island. That'd be awesome. All right, let's just keep going through this. Okay. All right. A Seattle arcade that has been closed for eight months due to everything uh, has invented a new feature to bring back customers still concerned about the spreading virus. They have created touchless pinball machines. Huh. Touchless pinball machines. So this is uh, Adaball Amusements in the Fremont neighborhood. Closed its doors in early March, of course, with everything to slow the spread of everything. And um, the co-owner said employees started discussing possibilities to resume gaming before businesses reopen. So one of their employees named Alex came up with the idea of putting pedals on the pinball machine using all foot-operated controls. Okay. That's pretty creative. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So the business has reopened this week at 50% um, capacity, and the touchless pinball machines were revealed to the public. Um, so most of the machines, of course, have been removed from business to make room for socially distanced seating. Uh, but you can go, and you can also bring your Nintendo Switch there to bring and play your portable console, so you can still feel like you're in an arcade playing video games with your friends. Okay. But if you do want to play pinball and don't want to worry about those pesky germs or, you know, the plague that's <laughs> everywhere, you can play pedal. Pinball. Pedal pinball. Pedal pinball. All right, Greg, I got one more. How are you holding in there? I'm good. Okay. Thank you to Courtney who sent this to me. A British woman has called off her wedding with her ghost lover after he <gasps> kept disappearing on her. No, come on. <laughs> he, stop it. She kept getting ghosted That's by her be. ghost lover. No. <laughs> well, that needs to a stop. A British woman who claims that she got engaged to a ghost has now called off the wedding because he kept disappearing and was partying too much. Oh, jeez. Okay, so, oh, this is the same lady. Oh, this is the same lady. So we've talked about her before because I remember her ridiculous name. She said, we've called the wedding off, said Amethyst Realm. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's just completely changed. Realm says she fell in love with the sexy spirit named Ray during a trip to Australia in 2018 and even consummated the relationship on the flight back home. Well, the ghost later popped the question or, uh, on their nine-month anniversary, and things were going well until the a recent... The ghost proposed to her. Yes, until a recent vacation to Thailand. She said, I think he may have fell in with a bad crowd when we were on holiday. He just started to become very inconsiderate, Amethyst Realm said. It suddenly was as if he didn't know anything about romance. He'd disappear for long periods of time, and when he'd come back, he'd bring other spirits to the house, and they'd just hang around for days. I think yeah, he started okay. doing drugs and partying a what? bit too much. All, these are all are things that she said. Are there ghost drugs? Yeah, it sounds pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, are they never-ending, like, ghost just drugs? going around to ghost parties and yeah. doing ghost drugs? Ultimately, they both agreed that tying the knot would not be proper for them. Her story sparked comments on Twitter with one observer quipping, All men are bastards, even ghost ones. That's, really? a, that's an angry person. That is a very angry person <laughs> if that's what they're going to. 
fucking men. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ghost men and their <laughs> fucking assholes. <laughs> there you go. If you're ever feeling a little sad, just know that you aren't a crazy woman who is claiming to be engaged what to What does Amethyst Rome do for a living? A ghost. I think just goes on the circuit. British tabloids are fucking weird. She could probably just live her life just going from the sun to the mirror to express to like just bouncing just back and forth to all the tabloids. Oh, yeah. And just adding more, you know, weirdness. I mean, look, she's gotten my dumb ass to like report on her like three or four times. Yeah. It works. There you have it. Fell in with the wrong crowd of spirits. Yeah. Ghost bad. Oh, boys. yeah. And they had the, they joined the Mile High Club. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. With her ghost. Ghost bad boys. That's <laughs> so fucking weird. Uh, all right. All right. Okay. I I will uh, get myself in order here. You're fine. Um, what I do feel bad about, though, is we missed a very important birthday a couple days ago. Megan. Megan. We Sorry. are the worst. I was just looking because I had, I totally forgot to check our email and I just saw it today. Megan, you are special and spectacular and we love you very, very much and we're so grateful you're in our lives. And we hope that you had an amazing birthday and you get the rest of the week because we've got, yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, gross. We already says I'm just imagining someone accidentally walking in on that consummation on the flight. With a crazy lady saying oh, that she's... I know. Yeah. I know. That's not something That's anyone so... should ever have to walk in on. No. <laughs> no. No. Get out! <laughs> Ew. Let's gross myself out. All right. All right, Peloton. Ready to wrap it up? Yep. Oh my god, I got my um, Elsa wig and my Anna wig. <laughs> they are so for the costumes that I... Oh, um, that's right, because you're going up yeah, to... Yeah, because I'm hopefully going up to visit my sister, and my sister and I are going to surprise my five-year-old niece by dressing as Anna and Elsa from Frozen. The wigs are ridiculous. Elsa's is like a giant, because, you know, she has cartoon hair. So the wig, it's actually a really nice quality one, but it, it's just like basically a huge blonde pompadour with like a like with a big long braid on the side it looks i look like i'm trying to play like george washington or something it oh, wow. is it's ridiculous so I, I get the dresses today so we'll see if they actually fit so <laughs> i don't know perfect awesome oh well thank you everybody for tuning in to fun appointment radio i do appreciate it wherever you are uh thanks for being supportive for being awesome um we appreciate it immensely. You can always send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. And, uh, yeah, that's where we're at. That is where we're at. That's where we're at right we're now. doing great. We're all trying our best. Hey, you know what you did? You got out of fucking bed today, and I am proud of you. And you know what? Even if you're still laying in bed, but you're just awake and listening to us, I'm just proud of you for existing. Because this shit is hard. And every day that we all get through this is a bad day that we've gotten through. So, yeah. What I, I heard some inspiring thing. I think it's like been said a billion times. It's like every, you have gotten through every bad day of your life. So you can get through this. Mm. Just takes a little piece of you each time. Yeah, but you got through it. 
Oh my gosh. Go eat something. I should go eat something. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye.